I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The wait is getting excruciating now, but... It is almost over. Yes, we are only one day away from the Euro 2020 final where England will face Italy at Wembley Stadium. Can you tell that I'm a little bit excited? If you're looking for something, anything to distract you from the game tomorrow and maybe to calm your nerves a little bit as well, then you've come to the right place because this is the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith and this is the only place where you can get your exclusive interviews and news straight from the Three Lions camp. And boy, have we got a belter for you today. Here's what's coming up. We have all the latest updates from St George's Park. The only defender to start every single game for England this tournament, John Stone, speaks to the press ahead of the final. Everyone's given everything for that shirt and, and everything for the, for the nation. Josh Denzel has finally got his voice back, so he'll be speaking to me about all that's been going on in camp today. I, I don't know what I'm going to be like on Cup final day. I, I, like I said before, I'm a nervous fan. And he welcomed Tyrone Mings and Connor Cody into the Lions' den. Yeah. I look after him. I try and get out his room. He plays on card too much. And we've saved the very best till last because I spoke exclusively to the rock at the heart of our defence. Yes, Harry Maguire. It was electric. I think at times you couldn't you couldn't hear yourself speaking on the page. You couldn't hear the referee. You're listening to the official England podcast. Yesterday, John Stone spoke to the media about the impending game against Italy. It's a big one, isn't it? And here's what he had to say. It being at Wembley as well, it's um, it's even more special. I think something we could have only dreamt of, really. I think at the start of the tournament, we uh, were here to try and win it, and we've got this far now. And and um, I think we've just grown and grown through throughout the tournament, and um, not not put too much pressure on ourselves. I think we've um, overcome some tough tough tests over the past few years, and learned a lot of things and gained a lot of experience from those games and and I think all the learning curves and experiences that we've been through has has got us to where we are um, on Sunday so it's a massive occasion. Whoever plays or whoever's come on the pitch or contributed throughout this tournament and the past few years is is, uh, everyone's given everything for that shirt and and everything for for the nation. We all love the England team growing up as fans being able to play for them now, we absolutely cherish it, and um, it's a special moment for us when we when we do that. And I think 
as I said, people are saying they love watching us and, and, and seeing how we represent the country. And I think that's something we should be proud of as players. And um, definitely on Sunday, we'll be out there fighting for everything and wanting to win that, that game more than, more than anything. I think on, on Sunday, if selected, I think it's a, a massive moment for me and, um, and my family, especially you know, going through tough times and things like that. And you, you see all the hard work and all the dedication, all the after hours, things that people don't recognize um, come to the forefront of, of my mind and, and make me realize why, why I work so, so hard to, to, to be where I am right now. And, and it's, um, it's a proud moment, as I say, hopefully get to be in the starting 11 and, and uh, experience what we've experienced already at, at, um, at Wembley with the, with the fans and, and everything surrounding it. It's been a special occasion, yeah. I think we've, we've, th we've definitely thrived off, off the fans and, and um, I, I suppose we're, we're, living, we're living their dream and, and it, right at the front, out on the pitch and, and we can't thank them enough for, for all the support and, and through the tough times and through the good times and I think um, they turn up every every game no matter where we are and, and uh, you know the support's deeply appreciated by, by us as players and, and um, we're proud to represent them, represent the country and, and um, we hope we do them proud and do everyone proud on Sunday and yeah, turn up and make a lot of noise for us. Despite the final being just one day away, the England team are clearly relaxed about their showdown with Italy if their Instagram posts are anything to go by. Jordan Henderson shared a few photos of him and skipper Harry Kane on Instagram shooting some hoops during their downtime. And we talk about the fans being the 12th man, but I think for the three Lions, it's actually an inflatable unicorn as Bakayo Saka shared yet another wholesome post of him alongside Jadon Sancho playing with the pool toys. Brilliant. The Love Island obsession also continues in Camp 2 with the players having to watch it from their favourite spots. Carl Walker called out Connor Cody on Instagram stories for never missing an episode from his preferred sofa. Fair play. Now, I've got a confession to make. I woke up with the biggest nightmare, sweat stripping down my body. My wife said, what is wrong with you? I said, I've just realised that today is the last time I'm speaking to Josh Denzel on the podcast. It was a nightmare and I've not quite recovered. Josh, how are you? This is emotional times, mate. It's very emotional, Smithy, but don't worry. We'll be talking outside of the podcast. It's, it's, it's not the end of this, this this beautiful relationship that we've built up over the last month. Yeah, because we don't speak on match day shows. We always have our jam-packed show. So the last time I'm speaking to you, before the final, mate. So just, I wanted to get your thoughts. Are, are the nerves mm. kicking in for you now? Because the nerves are really kicking in for me. Yeah, I was, I was saying to um, some of the boys today that I was like, I felt, I'm not sure I could fully enjoy the semi-final because mm. I was so nervous for a lot of it. Even though yeah. watching it back, we, we were in almost complete control. So I, I don't know what I'm going to be like on cup final day because it is, it, I, I, like I said before, I'm a nervous fan and I've, yeah. I've not quite reached those levels yet. So, uh, yeah, it's building up slowly right now. <laughs> you're a nervous fan. You're also a very excited fan. Uh, have you got your voice back? Because when I saw you on Wembley Way outside <laughs> after the game, you were so happy, mate. It was just like me. It was oh, I know, I know. I, I, honestly, I was, I was 
I think the middle of a Congo down Wembley Way, and I, I look up and I, I I I see your familiar face, and I was like, "Scold Smithy, yeah." But it came up more like a croak. But yeah, I'm just about I'm just about recovered in time for the final. Brilliant stuff. Um, talk to me about today then, because you're another location for Lions Den. Mm. Uh, so talk to me about what happened today, mate. We've re- we've removed ourselves from St George's Park deck, and Mace actually sent me a video of them taking away the the Lions Den set from uh, from SGP, and we've moved down to Wembley Park. So we've, uh, yeah, we're right under the Wembley Arch, the famous Wembley Arch. We're literally just off uh, Wembley Way. We had a great, great show today. It was, it was good fun. It did rain on me a little bit, but nothing could dampen my spirits. Yeah, you mentioned the show. You had uh, one of the bromances, a great duo. <laughs> we obviously know about Deck and Mace, but Tyrone Mings and Connor Cody are giving them a run for their money. Two top lads. This is what they had to say on Lions Den. Mings, I'm going to come to you now. Talk me through how this, this partnership, this friendship, this brotherhood started between you two. Uh, I don't know where it started, really. I think when Con first came, I just kind of... We're just very similar people, I think. Uh, similar interests, obviously. Um, play for similar clubs, similar... Sort of personalities, um, and we just buzz off each other. So, and and when you're away in England, like you know, training is tough and it's very um, it's very intense when we're working. So, to have someone that you get along with and are really close to off the pitch is uh, like home from home, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Could be closer. We could be closer. <laughs> yeah, we could be closer. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there like a little brother big brother relationship or are you on a par are you like cousins I'm the big brother I was just about to say that. <laughs> I'm the big brother I'm the one who kind of you know why I that is get, I need to get him out of his room more. you know why that is because everyone you'd ask would say that he's older far older <laughs> that's why and we're the same age <laughs> anybody <laughs> no chance <laughs> I'm the big brother, mate. I, I, I look after him. Yeah. I look after him. I try and get out of his room. He plays on card too much, if I'm being honest with you. So that's something for me to work on. But no, it's a, it's a good relationship, yeah. It's a good relationship. Pleasure, boys. We've got, we got to move it on to, to football matters now. We've had a bit of a, a laugh and a joke. But I want to know from, from where, you were, where, you, where you were at Wembley that night, how was the atmosphere like for you? How did you, did you have a chance to like sink in? Because I know a lot of the players say that if, if maybe you're, you're watching it, it's, it's worse. It's, it's, the, nerves, the, the nerves are bigger because you can't affect it as much as you'd like. Yeah, um, I think you find that on the bench as well. That just when you're not on the pitch, uh, you've got more time to kind of look at the atmosphere, look at the fans, look at how excited people are. Sometimes you can feel the tension from the crowd. Um, and then obviously we, we, we want to do well as well. So there's a, lot, there's a lot of emotions invested in the game. So it is tense, um, but definitely not as tense as, as perhaps maybe watching at home or being a fan in the stadium. Sometimes when we're in and amongst it, especially after the game, it's very difficult to capture that moment really or to really enjoy it or really celebrate a win because we've always got another objective or another challenge or something else to think about. And obviously in tournament football, that is the next game. So even um, the Germany game, as great as that was, or the semi-final, um, the changing room after has just been real kind of quiet really it's just um everybody's focused on the next challenge and i know it sounds like such a cliche but until you're actually in it and until you actually see it i don't think you really believe that the changing room is really chilled after you see the pictures of people going crazy in the streets and climbing on double decker buses and stuff like that so. <laughs> 
I do, I do want to mention the, the, the sweet Caroline after the game. How good was that feeling when I mean, the whole squad together on the pitch? It was the players, it was the backroom start. It felt like one family there. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. Um, and it's, like Connor said, it will stay with us um, for, for a very long time. And, and it's just nice to see like the joy on our family's faces and the fans' faces um, after the... <laughs> I've just seen that as well. <laughs> after the... Especially after like the year we've had and stuff like that. So it's amazing. Um, but sometimes you, you don't want to get too carried away and, and kind of celebrate like we've won anything yet because as, as amazing as it is, um, there will be the opposite end of the spectrum um, when it comes to emotions on Sunday if we if we don't get over the line. But for sure, um, we're certainly proud of everything we've done so far. Con, I want to I wanna bring in um, a little quote from, from Steve Holland here. He's uh, no, my favourite player to talk so far is Connor Cody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, let me read it. Let me read it and give you your props. Nick, you always jumped in. My player of the tournament. He's gone early. He's gone early. He's, I've seen it. I've seen you're, it. You're never going to finish this. <laughs> You know I'll let you just read it at home. Connor's, already, Connor's got it up. Mingzi's got it by his bedside. <laughs> but in, in, terms, <laughs> in, in terms of that, it, it must be having such high praise from, from someone like that, it must feel good. Oh, mate, it's incredible. It's incredible. I've seen that a couple of days ago. And honestly, I can't be more thankful of, of something like that because I think it's been a little bit different, the role that I've had in. And I think it's been something where we're all in it for the same goal. We all want the same at the end of it we all want the same thing to happen at the end of it and I think it's it's, it's no different whether you're playing or whether you're obviously not played as much which is something that I've done so it's been important that we've all all gone in the same direction but listen to see praise like that from someone of what Steve's done in the game and, and the people he's coached and the things he does listen, he, he's, he's an incredible football coach who brings a lot to us every single day and has helped me more than anything so to see that's absolutely incredible mate but like I said I think it's just normal I think it's just something that comes with us as players, like when we come and play for our, our national team, we give everything we can, no matter what role you're in. And if it's there to help the lads, that's what we do as much as we possibly can. Really. For sure. Um, Mingzi, I'm, I'm going to give you your props because we had Carl Walker on the show yesterday and he was, he was absolutely singing your praises. And he said, uh, first two games are absolutely incredible. How, how do you bring that, that team mindset into your game when you go from, right, cool, I've started every I've played, I've played really well, to, to more of a role where you're going, right, I'm, I'm here to help everyone else at this moment in time and if I get my shot I get my shot yeah I guess it's been a, a bit of a roller coaster of emotions really because um obviously you never you never wish injury upon other players and when the big fella was uh was not available for the first couple of games um I wanted to obviously put my place uh, put myself in a position where uh, if called upon I could play so um I loved loved it. Uh, honestly, it was a it was a dream come true to play for England in the opening game of a, a major tournament. Was something that will live with me for a very very long time. Um, something that my family will be extremely proud of as well. And then, obviously, when Harry came back in, um, I said he's he's like I spoke about in, in the press before. He's someone that I kind of look up to in a, in a centre-back. I think he's genuinely one of the best in the world. Um, and for the for the things that he also has to deal with off the field, with being captain of Man United and such a big presence here, um, it, it kind of comes easy. Like Connor was saying, we're, we're all in it for the same thing. And if, when called upon, um, you get to play, great. If, if you have to sit on the bench, then that's something that you also get your head around. And then it's kind of like, well, OK, I'm on the bench now. 
but we still want to win. So how can we facilitate the lads that are on the pitch and how can we try and um, give our all in training to give them um, good competition and, and try and push each other every day, really. And, and that is where kind of our success has come from. Everything that you probably don't see, um, everything on the training pitch, like how good people are around the camp, how much everybody gets on. And, um, yeah, genuinely, I think that's a, that's a huge part of why we've had the, the success we've had so far. Yeah, they're a class duo, those two, Josh. And we had Connor Cody on the pod and he, he said to us, he's just trying to get uh, Tyrone Mings out of his room. But I love the bit when you asked them about why they're so close. And they were like, well, similar guys, similar interests, similar clubs. It was just the way they were looking at each other. They, they clearly yeah. love each other, these two, don't they? <laughs> Honestly, the, the way they bounce off each other is is insane. Like, and we had Chris Stark on the show and he was like, I genuinely think these two yeah. could be the next Ant and Deck. And I, 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 I believe them. <laughs> I genuinely, I believe them. And like the band Imagine they have... That. Yeah, I, I did, I'd watch the show. Whatever show they got, I'd watch it. I, unless unless they're taking over Lions Den, then 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 they can't. But apart from that, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, that's, that's your gig. Lions Den on the podcast, <laughs> leave alone. The rest of Saturday night takeaway with Connor Cody and Tyrone Mings. That would do quite well, wouldn't it? I mean, I love Ant and Deck. Don't I'd, get me wrong. I'd watch but I, it. I'd tune in for that. <laughs> Talk to him about tomorrow, then, mate. What are the plans for Lions Den? We've got a departure day show. It's going to be a little bit different. We're back at our Wembley base. I know we're going to have. Uh, Roman Kemp on the show, which will, which will be good oh, fun, nice. and we've also got a certain Mister Jack Wilshire coming on the show, which oh, is which is great. Listen. So there's a big Arsenal connection there. I'm not going to put myself yeah. in it, but I, I definitely know Roman Kemp's a gooner, and uh, I, I know Jack Wilshire's obviously got a soft spot for it, for his old team. So it should be wicked. I promise you, we won't make it yeah. all about Saka. We're going to we're going to include everything. It's, it's the show <laughs> before the, one of the biggest games in. in, in English football history, probably the second biggest yeah. game in English football history. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be a wicked show. It'll be a lot of energy. It'll be good fun as always. So, uh, you won't want to miss it. Mate, you mentioned the Arsenal connection. Uh, it's funny you should say that because we've got my mate Paul Merson is on our podcast tomorrow. <laughs> so, there is a bit of an Arsenal loving going on with this. Um, mm. Mate, finally, big game. How much are you looking forward to it? And, and oh, wow, I'm not going to ask you for a score prediction because that's unfair. But um, I just think how proud. The last thing I think that we should talk about as two people who are lucky enough to be in the England camp is that whatever happens, these players have done us so proud, haven't they? 1,000%. I think that even in our, uh, our wildest dreams, you could, you, a lot of people wouldn't have put us here at this stage of the tournament, playing the football we're playing, looking as comfortable playing, no injuries. Like it, It's an incredible achievement. And, and I think that, that Gareth Southgate needs all the credit. The backroom staff need the credit. Everyone who's curated the, the vibe and the energy at St. George's Park. And of course, the players have played out of their skins and they're playing for their brothers in arms. So it's it, it's unbelievable. And like, you know, on the show today, I think they've not just, you know, they've, they've not just united as a, as a group. I think they've united the nation uh, behind them. I've never seen such positive, positive view on the England team in, in, in my you know, short 30 years on this planet. So, no, it's, it's, it's incredibly proud to be part of it as well. Yeah, well said, mate. I totally agree with that. Mate, fingers crossed. I'll speak to you mm-hmm. before the oh. game. I'll drop you a text and fingers crossed that England get the job done. There'll be tears either way. You're listening to the official England podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I am delighted to say joining me on the official England podcast now is a man who has been immense every single time he's pulled on that England shirt during this tournament. His stats against Denmark alone were as follows. 90% pass accuracy, 299 passes, 112 touches, 13 duels won, 9 aerial duels won, 5 interceptions, 2 shots on target, 2 tackles. I could go on. It is, of course, <laughs> the rock at the heart of our defence, Harry Maguire. Harry, how are you, mate? Thank you for joining us. No problem. Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. Was that Thank intro so. right? Did I miss anything out? Because uh, it was a great game you had. I, I couldn't go on all day. <laughs> no, it was a great intro. Thanks for that. No problem. Firstly, only one place to start. Congratulations. England are in the European Championship final for the first time in their history. Just talk to me as a player how special that is. Yeah, it's an amazing, um, amazing achievement, obviously, to, to reach the semi-final of the World Cup and then to get the opportunity to to go into another semi-final. And we knew it'd be a tough game, um, a tough ask against a, a great team in Denmark. And no, I'm so pleased that we overcome that stage and that hurdle and, and, and one more to go. Yeah, before we look at uh, the next game, which is, of course, the final, I've got to talk to you a bit about um, the semi-final because there's so many things to pick out. Would you say that was one of your career highlights, that game? One of the most special games that you've been involved in? Yeah, definitely. I think the atmosphere mm. um, was probably the best atmosphere I've played in. Ever? For club and country? I'd probably say so, yeah. Wow. Um, it was electric. I think at times you couldn't you couldn't hear yourself speaking on the pitch. You couldn't hear the referee uh, whistle sometimes. It was it was actually incredible when, when, when the noise got up. Um, I think you could feel the tension as well <clears throat> in the ground. Um, after 90 minutes, it went a bit silent. And um, I think everyone was feeling the, the nerves and the tension, yeah. but... No, when when we scored that second goal and then and then then the celebrations after was was amazing to be part of, and when, I always say when you when you put on this shirt uh, and you wear this shirt, you, you you're doing everything you can to create memories, to create special nights and. And we did that the other night. A lot of the players have said that, that the atmosphere, um, not, not just Denmark, but Germany game, is one of the best they've experienced. So, so we've heard that from a lot of the players. I just wondered, how much of a difference does that really make, that we hear about the so-called 12th man? D- does it play a huge part for you as players when you have an atmosphere like that? Yeah, well, I think, I, like you say, the Germany game was incredible as well. Mm-hmm. But it's been such a long time since we've had that sort of atmosphere um, with the pan- pandemic and, and, and empty stadiums and, and things like that. So I think... The boys was really thriving off it. Um, we were speaking about it after the game, and no, I think that's what football deserves. That's what football wants. Um, that's part and parcel of the game. I think one thing that we've realised during this this tough time and, and these past couple of years is how important the fans are to the game and and how much of an impact they they do have on the game. So of course, the more they cheer us, it, it probably does give us that more adrenaline, that little bit more energy. And if it makes that one percent, two percent difference, it's all the worthwhile and. Um, 
yeah, to see the atmosphere in the scenes after 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 the win and how much it means to, to everyone in the country it was amazing. One thing that I noticed, um, it's been picked up a lot actually, was that in extra time it's usually quite cagey, quite nervy. Towards the end, England racked up over 50 passes in a spell that was nearly three minutes towards the end of extra time and the crowd, everyone was olaying. I mean, it was just, it just goes to show how, how well England have played in this tournament because it, that was just in, incredible passage of play for England, that wasn't it? Yeah, I think it shows how far we've come as a team as well. I think the mm. calmness, uh, the composure, the experience. Um, I'm sure against the Croatia in extra time, we probably didn't complete 50 passes um, altogether. So, Interesting, yeah. Yeah, to, 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 to improve and to see the game out as we did. Um, we felt really comfortable in the game. We, we got that second goal and then we knew defend well, defend our box well, but also keep the ball, keep uh, take, take the sting out of the game. And I think that passage of play, I think... There was about five minutes to go and I think that really took it out of them and I feel like that was the moment that the, the game was done and we settled the game really really, really to our tempo and um, no, it was an important part of the game, that that little passage, and it was nice to keep the ball, get the breather and um, and make them chase. I can see you smiling about that. It's, it's great to see uh, how much that, that bit meant to you and obviously uh, the game and the result as well. Um, got to talk about the defence. Only one goal conceded in the entire tournament and that was a set piece. So England haven't conceded from open play all tournament. We had John Stones on the podcast and he was saying just how much those clean sheets mean to him and it's almost like celebrating a goal for, for the attacking players. How proud are you uh, as a defender but also of the whole defensive unit that England have conceded so few goals in this tournament? Yeah, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of the way the team's performed, first and foremost. And then as a defender, we want to keep clean sheets. We we, we, we know how important they are at tournaments and in football in general. And, and we always feel like, us as defenders, that we know we've got match winners in our team. We know we've got people who can score goals, whether it's from a set play or whether it's age putting one in the back of the net or Raheem. Um, we know that we've got match winners. So if we build from that foundation of, of, of making it hard for them um, to create chances I think that's the most important thing I think you can always look at clean sheets and in some games if if Pickers is having to make five six seven saves mm. then we haven't really defended well but if you keep a clean sheet everyone seems to think that you have done so we we look at the chances that we're, we're conceding and we're, we're conceding minimal chances each each and every game which is really important um, I mean when, when we need it Jordan's been there to save us yeah um, but in terms of the amount of saves that he's making each game, we're making it limited for him and making it easier for everyone in terms of keeping that clean sheet. But it doesn't just come from the defence, it comes from a unit, it comes from the team. I mean, the forward lads uh, and the, the midfield too have, have protected us and, and the way that they work as well and, and work tirelessly without the ball is so important for the team. Harry, I've got to ask you about your personal form as well, because you have been immense this tournament. And, and it's not just me saying that. You can just look at the fans chanting your name, look at the pundits after each game. Um, do you feel like this is the best form you've been in in your career right now? Do you feel like everything is really clicking for you? Yeah, I think it's close to it. Um, I'm, in a, I'm in a good place. Um, obviously, coming back off of, of a seven-week yeah. injury as well to, 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 to hit the form and the heights that, that I have done. Um, I'm really proud of the way I've handled it, that I've handled the situation and um, it shows that all the hard work that I put in during that seven weeks has paid off. Um, but yeah, I'm still improving, I'm still learning um, and I, I feel like I can still get better. Um, but the main thing for me is is, is the team and, and winning football matches and, and keeping clean sheets and, and that's the main focus. How tough was that period? Because you had a quite a serious injury, as you alluded to, quite a few weeks out, as, as you said there, and coming straight back into a major tournament because you couldn't really just ease yourself in, could you? How tough was that period? How worried were you when, when you had the injury? Yeah, well, I think a lot of people spoke about previous players and past mm. players and, and how it's affected them and 
he won't be able to do this and he won't get his rhythm and uh, you, you hear so much negativity over over injuries and no I, I just had to remain focused and, and, and clear-minded in terms of what I wanted to do and and have great belief in my my ability and my confidence to, to, to be able to step into like you say it's not just you're not just stepping into a friendly game yeah, you're stepping exactly. into to the biggest game on the biggest stage possible so I think first and foremost that um, the lads in the first couple of games enabled me to, to, to play in the third game, um, knowing that we'd already qualified. So, so a credit to obviously Tyrone, who played in the first couple of games, who was immense as well, uh, which shows our squad depth. Um, but yeah, it's it's obviously I'm really pleased with the way it's gone. Uh, my injury and and they can be tricky and 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 the rehab and things. And it was tough times for me, but. I always had an end goal and the end goal was to make sure I'm available for the Euros and, and I've managed to do that. And you said available for the Euros there. What I love about this is the last Euros, we've all seen the picture of you with your family as a fan at the last Euros. You're now in a final playing for England. Can you just sort of put that into words? It's sort of, you know, being at the last one as a fan and now being in a final as a player because it's that is just what kids dream of, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, every time I put the shirt on, it's incredible. It's yeah. such a huge honour, proud, privileged, all the words that come to mind and... Yeah, I'm. I'm still playing now. I'm a, I'm a player now, but I'm still a huge fan. I mean, cool. the first two games, I was so nervous in the stands, kicking and heading every ball. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably more nervous watching than actually playing. Is it? Um, Surely not. Yeah, really? It's, it's, it probably is tougher to watch. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm a player for England, but I'm still a huge fan. I, I, I followed England all my all my life uh, to go to the Euros and see the the passion, the fans, uh, how much it means to everybody. And now to be part of playing in it, I don't think it's actually sunk in yet that we're that we're in the final and that we've reached that. But um, probably going to the game and seeing the occasion and um, hopefully putting on a great show and a great performance and, and 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 winning that winning that trophy. Yeah, brilliant. I saw a lovely photo as well that you put on your Instagram of you embracing your family after the semi-final. It seems so nice to see see all of those the heartwarming moments from all the players. It was lovely to see. I wanted to ask you about uh, something I saw on Instagram as well. England photographer Eddie said recently in one of his Instagram posts that he's been photographing England home and abroad since 1984 and he's never known a better team spirit and it's something that every single player on this podcast has said to me as well what do you think's been the key to why this team spirit is clearly so so good what do you what do you put that down to um it's hard to put it down to to something I'd probably say if you had to put one key element to it you've got to give it to the manager and and, and the coaching staff I think the way that they've set the camps up um the way that we interact with each other during dinner times and we we mess around, we, we prank about and loads <laughs> yeah. of banter going off yeah. and but of course it, it's it's everyone has great respect for each other. Everyone has great respect for what they do at the clubs and we're big rivals. But when we come here we're a family. We're together. And the bottom line is we all want the same thing. We we, we all want to win for our country. Because uh, like I said, we're 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 all not just players, we're we're fans as well. So we, we just want to win for our country and, and, and that's why everyone pulls in the same direction. It's so nice to hear that. All the England fans love love hearing stuff like that. A couple of light-hearted ones. I've been asking all the players this, so I'm going to ask you this. So much to do at St George's Park. They've put on an array of activities. So what is Harry Maguire doing in his downtime to keep himself busy? Yeah, a bit of everything. I think there's that much you can do. I yeah. think you, you mix it up each day. I think, obviously, um, looking after the body is the, the, the main priority in terms of recovery. But we've got a great spa area as well, the, the pool, uh, the steam room, the sauna, the, the jacuzzis, we've got all that in place. I think it's a big credit to, to everyone who works behind the scenes because you, you don't really notice that. But all these little things add up during tournaments, um, the downtime, you're only on the training pitch for two hours. So what are you doing for, for the rest of it? You need to make sure you're recovering well, but 
also keeping the mind busy and, and, and occupied and I think it goes full full credit to, to a lot of the people who are working behind the scenes to enable us to do that because the setup at Jess St George's is, is, is incredible really and, and what they've done for us and it's, it's the reason we're sat here now yeah. um, in the final. Yeah, I've seen there's so many activities. You've got basketball, water, volleyball, I've seen table tennis, darts. So what is Harry Maguire best at out of all of those disciplines? I'm intrigued to know. I was pretty good at volleyball, to be fair. We had a great team. Yeah, I think uh, I saw it. Go on, tell me, the, tell me the winning team. Go on. They were me, Jordan, and uh, me, Pickers, and Stonesy. We was the winning team. Nice. Trip, trip. We played trips, and he got a bit mardy. So <laughs> did he? Not laughing um, it. He'll probably, he'll probably try and tell you a little bit different. But yeah, it was. Um, we was the winning team, and I, I play a bit of basketball. But yeah. you, you see the same faces on the basketball court. Yeah, all you the do, time. don't you? They, yeah. Yeah, I think some of them are going to be pros after this. Uh, do they? Do, do the certain players hog the basketball court? Then is it a case of like, give us a go? Like you've been on it all day, type thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there's that many basketballs. You, you you can always jump in, and the court's really big, so there's so much uh, space and area around it. But yeah, you, you do see the same ones on it, and there's, there's actually some really good good players as well. Brilliant. Um, got to ask you then. Let's look ahead. Italy against England in the final of the Euros at Wembley Stadium. Talk to me about how you're feeling ahead of this one, Harry. An incredible game to be part of. Um, honestly, when you when you play football, you grow up. You're dreaming of playing in these big big games, um, the biggest games possible, and and this is something that we have the opportunity to to go and play in, go and play, go and play free, um, go and enjoy it, enjoy the occasion, take it all in. But the bottom line is, it, it's a final, and it's there to be won, and that's what we'll be trying to do. Final question. I just want to think it's appropriate to end just by asking you. I know we're not getting ahead. It's still a tough game, but just what it would mean to you to win the Euros with England and also your message to the fans after it's been such a tough year for so many people I just wondered what it would mean to you and what your message for the fans would be ahead of the final yeah to to, to win the Euros would mean absolute everything to, to myself but not just myself everybody here at St George's um, and to the fans the fans have been brilliant ever since I've made my, my debut I've, I've known no different the, the support and the love that we felt as a team is a big reason why why we're sat here where we are um, we, we couldn't do it without them. The, the positivity that they bring in, um, the energy that they bring, um, the videos that we watch and see on social media, the support is really felt here. And um, like I say, it's a big reason to, to why this journey, what we've been on over, not just, just this camp, but over the last three, four years has been a successful one. And, and now we've got one more step to, to, to go out. And, and one thing for sure, come the final, we'll give absolute everything we can to win this football match. Brilliant to hear. Harry, the whole nation is behind you. Honestly, best of luck for this huge game. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Right, that's it for another episode of the official England podcast. I'm off to practice the words to Sweet Caroline because that song, let's face it, is so good, so good, so good (laughs) before tomorrow's game. I'm getting a little bit excited and I'm a bit nervous. I don't know if you can tell. In tomorrow's show, we'll be speaking exclusively to my mate, the magic man, Paul Merson, as well as giving you all the updates from everything that's happened in camp so smash that subscribe button like sterling and kane smashing goals into the back of the net because you won't want to miss anything we have in store for you over the next few days until then all that's left for me to say is see you tomorrow stay safe and come on england imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.